You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. Hi, everybody. Thank you for being here. So I'm sitting here in the studio. I have a glass of water. I have my essential oils to ground me. And this is episode one of my new passion project, A Sunday Kind of Love. You may have noticed from the album art that I've subliminally let you know that this podcast is really about self-love. And when I say self-love, I mean more of a deep connection to ourselves, to our life. And it's very beautiful when you get there. So no matter where you are on your journey, I think this is going to help you. So before we get going, hit pause. And if you probably have a journal laying around the house, if you're like me, I've... (laughs) I have so many journals laying around the house. So take one of your journals and dedicate it to this podcast. I will be giving episodes twice a month. And these episodes are going to be a series to really help you discover yourself and bring you close to that life that feels really good to live because life is a choice and it's up to us to take that radical responsibility. Many times we blame other people or our circumstance, but in the end, it really is up to us. So treat these podcasts that come out twice a month as your time. This is your sacred time. They asked her, what is the key to saving the world? She answered, you. You are the key. Heal yourself. Know yourself. Make yourself whole and free. Release all limits so that your love can flow unconditionally for yourself and the world. This will open the heaven of your heart completely, and it will guide you without fail. Young Pablo, writer and poet. So if you follow me on the Goddess Gatherings, or if you know me, if I'm a part of your life, you probably have noticed that I love everything about Lux self-care. I treat myself to spa sessions regularly. I have slippers and bathrobes and all of the cozy comforts. I love essential oils. I love bath salts. I just love everything to do with Lux self-care. It's very important to me, actually. But that's not what this episode is about. Because to me, self-care is just something like the Lux self-care is a branch of the tree. And real, true, deep self-love is much bigger than bath bombs. Real self-love, real self-care is facing what we need to face and developing a true love with who we are. 
So this episode is about getting to the root and nurturing, making space for, to align with who we are, what we need and what we deeply crave in our life. In essence, it's about connecting with our soul, the truest essence, the truest part of who we are. So to me, true self-love is developing a deep relationship to my emotional self. It's getting out of my head. It's checking in with my heart, my center. Checking in, tuning in, and asking myself on a deep level, how do I want to feel? Who is Stephanie? Who is Stephanie really? And what do I need? True self-love is assessing my thoughts and my choices. And the ways I do this, I do it in many ways, but some of them are writing, praying, meditating, surrendering, and just simply giving myself that intentional stillness. My favorite place to do this type of work is in the bath or in the shower. There's something about that water element for me. Um, And that's a good question to ask yourself too, is what element really draws me in? Is it fire? Is it water? Is it air? If you can connect to that. So we're going to go inward to find the clarity of who you are, what you want to do, and how you want to show up in the world. And I'm going to do this by sharing with you the ways that I do this in my own life. I love to share. So if we heal ourselves first, then what we want to do will be very clear. So we're, do, we're going to do some healing, some exfoliating. Um, this episode you're listening, but I want you to really take this journal with the prompts I'm going to give you and put on some soft music later and really write this out because only you know what self-love means to you. An example of this is self-love could mean that you are going to get ready and present yourself with your hair done, your makeup done, picking a beautiful outfit to wear um, because you've been Netflix and chilling for too long. Or it could be the opposite of that. It could mean that you are going to go out with your hair in a bun and no makeup on because you love yourself enough to do that. So only you know what it is you want to work on. Um, there's so much, there's so many extremes to self-love and self-care, and it's you who knows what is best for you what you're healing, what you're moving through. I think to really sum it up, true self-love and true self-care is being you with the mask off, showing up as this is me and in an expansive way. In fact, the oracle card I chose today from my truth bomb deck is called, it says, choose to expand, which is exactly what we're doing in this episode. And it's exactly what I'm doing by hosting this podcast today, episode one. So that's a nice confirmation. So step one is we're going to notice our thoughts. Whose story is playing in our minds? If you document what your mind thinks of on a regular basis, you're probably going to notice that your mind thinks on a constant loop. 
It usually will recycle the same thoughts over and over again. That is your subconscious. It's your perspective. It's your belief at the moment. And your subconscious brain, it can be reprogrammed. It takes time, but it definitely can. And by doing so, it's a great thing because the subconscious soaks up everything. And it's really formed between the ages of two and seven. We learn on a subconscious level. And if we can catch our thoughts, catch and have that awareness of, wait, this is not empowering me. This is not me. And just noticing a different perspective. It's very, very uh, healing to do that. So some of my own perspective shifts that I'd like to share with you that I've recently learned on this journey of self-care and self-love is I noticed a pattern of myself feeling guilt for no reason. So I would say sorry when there really isn't anything to say sorry for. Just feeling a lot of guilt when really I'm not really doing anything wrong. Um, That was a big one for me. And another thing I learned is to reframe old stories. So everybody has regrets from the past. Because if we aren't making mistakes, then we aren't truly living. So reinterpreting any regrets I have, any feelings of guilt or shame from my past, because we are all figuring it out as we go along. We are all making mistakes. And like I said, if we're not making mistakes, then we're not really doing it right. So retell the story from a new perspective. Highlight the blessings and learnings and celebrate the growth that sprouted from that place. Another beautiful quote by young Pablo is, dark clouds of rainfall are necessary for new growth. So that's what we're doing here. We're, we're kind of like healing on that level of telling a different story to those stories that we were carrying on from maybe our childhood, our teenage years, our young adult years, our regrets. How can you retell that story? The same story can be told in numerous, numerous ways. One thing you could do that might be helpful is ask someone else who was in that place with you, ask their perspective of the situation. And then you'll see, wow, their perspective was totally different than mine. Why am I holding on to all of these negative ideas of how I behaved when they're not thinking of that at all? Um, we tend to just kind of hold on to stuck energy and it, it really does affect our aura and vibe and it affects our futures. So if we can heal this stuck energy, that is a powerful thing to do. Get those journals out. And I want you to write at the top of the page, I am committing myself to understand myself on a deeper level. And here are some of the journal prompts for you to do later. What are you dissatisfied with? What habits do you keep on repeating? What are you putting up with that needs to stop? I'll say that again. What are you dissatisfied with? What habits do you keep repeating? What are you putting up with that needs to stop? Who are you trying to please? What category or box have you put yourself into? And which mask are you hiding your beautiful face and spirit behind? 
What labels have you given yourself? Keep in mind if you've been labeled by other people or yourself that we are not stagnant. We are souls who are always growing, evolving, and changing. Even when you think of the human body, how our skin cells regenerate all the time. Like everything in life is changing. Seasons, cycles, everything is always, always changing. So say you were the good girl back in grade three. Why are you still the good girl now? Say you were the badass back in grade three. Why are you still labeling yourself as a badass now? Say you used to love the color pink and now you've outgrown it. It's all good. Things change. You change. So why are we keeping ourselves into that label? Just who do you want to be? What lights you up? What turns you on? That's the biggest question to ask yourself. What turns myself on? What lights me up? Details, details, details. Who inspires you? Write out the details up to why. What you're inspired by is who you are, who you want to be. Follow the trail of things that light you up. So maybe you have no idea what turns you on because you've been living a numb life. You've been so disconnected. A lot of us do this. We numb out because it's easier to just numb out and put up with what's not working um, and not face it head on. So a way to do that is you can just allow yourself to go back and remember maybe two or three memories of where you really had a really good life experience. What were some elements of what you were doing? Who were you with? And write that stuff out. Relive that experience. And through that, you'll probably see some of the things that light you up and turn you on. And if you don't find something through that, another thing you can do is just stream of consciousness. Write out things that you like or that make you feel good. And you'll probably find it through that. I find connecting myself with pen and paper is the direct link to my soul. I can find answers to problems. I can find inspiration. I can find my true words when I'm doing this. Sometimes if my questions are popping around in my mind, it is that constant loop. But when I sit down with a pen and paper and I write, I feel I really do come up with concrete solutions. So definitely try that. If you feel so disconnected from what turns you on, try that. Another thing to do to really uncover who you are is explore your birth chart. This is one of the most impactful things I've done in my life so far. It has given me a true and deep understanding of myself and to life. It's like everything connected when I really started to look into astrology. And astrology is like a huge topic. There's so much to it. Just finding out my own chart, it's like all of the understanding happened the minute I dove into that. So if you don't know your birth chart, many people just know their star sign, but there's so much more to it than that. So if you don't know it, I encourage you to find your birth chart you can do this online. One of the websites I use is astrocharts.com. And you just need to put in your place of birth, birth date, and time of birth, and then you will get your birth chart. 
So the things that really, really helped me was to know my sun sign, my moon sign, and my rising sign. It really did connect me with the essence of who I am. So the sun, just for your own information, the sun is your core essence. It's who you are. It's your individuality and it's your sense of self. It's what motivates you and why. So I'm a Leo. And sometimes it's like, how can I be more Leo? And if I just ask myself that question and I do things that make me more Leo, I am very lit up. So keep that in mind. Your moon sign, it's your emotional energies, your intuition. It's what you deeply need to feel comfortable and secure. So an example, I am a Cancer moon. The minute I found this out, I totally understood myself. Cancer moons, it's a water sign. It's very, they're very emotional. They're feelers. They need a home. They, they have their shell that they need to retreat to. So I am a bit of an introvert at heart. I need to go back into home. Home is very important to me. And I really, I guess, saw a lot of myself in my moon sign. Whereas before I used to just look at my star sign, but my moon sign is really my emotional body. And then the rising sign. I'm a Virgo rising. The rising is the way in which you immediately respond to the world around you. So I find if I do turn on my rising signs energy of Virgo rising, it's all about systems and structure and everything like that, which doesn't really come natural to me. But when I do implement that, oh man, do I feel good. So it's almost like by pursuing your, your birth chart and honoring that part of you, you really know how to make those high vibrational choices that feel just right. And another way you can really tap into who you are at your essence and really find out who you are is to look at relatives in your family. Maybe notice if you have some characteristics like an aunt down the line or your grandfather or whoever it may be. Really honor those parts of your family and appreciate that side of where you come from. So for all of this deep self-work it's really good to set up anchors to check in with your soul. So there's so many ways that you can set up an anchor to remind yourself to check in. So you can do this every month, either at the start of the month or the end of the month. You can check in with the seasons. So, you know, winter, summer, spring and fall. Reflect. Check in. The new moon the full moon. So like really connecting to the lunar cycle. So the new moon is about intention setting, planting seeds, getting still. And the full moon is about illuminating what isn't working, a shedding and a letting go. So even if you just commit to the lunar phases of that anchor, just every 28 days, right? The lunar phases, or you could do your birthday, Make a promise to yourself that every birthday you're going to really check in with who you are, where you're going, and what you crave. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, morning, evening, in the shower, morning coffee, just whatever you choose, the biggest thing is, is to make it sacred. 
Now I'd like to share some tools I've found that really help me for checking in. And you'll probably find your own tools, but these are just suggestions for you that may help. Morning Pages. I don't know if you've read The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It's a really good book. It's all about finding your creativity. We are all creatives at heart. And this book is almost structured as a workshop and it's self-discovery. And through doing these practices, you really connect with that creative muse in you. So she has two main things in this book that she has you do. The morning pages is every day. That is basically first thing in the morning. First thing you do before you even take a glass of water, you're writing three loose leaf pages of whatever comes to mind. You may wake up and you may have nothing to say. You might say, I'm exhausted. I don't feel like doing this. No problem. Just write out whatever you're feeling. You can write out your worries. You can write out what you're going to do today. You can write out a dream you had last night. You can write about whatever. It's not about what you're writing. It's about that you're connecting with yourself. And by the third page, your soul starts speaking. It's like the first page, you might be getting out your your chatter, your small thoughts, but then eventually your soul will speak. So make yourself write those three pages of longhand writing. And I definitely suggest writing freestyle versus on a computer because like I said, pen and paper really connects you to your heart and your soul. Another thing she mentions in the book, The Artist's Way, is taking yourself out on an artist's date. I think it's every week that she recommends this. So that is a date that you go on by yourself. Um, You're trying something new. You're following something that inspires you. Or you could even just be going out for dinner by yourself with the book. But you're allowing yourself time with yourself every week. Another way you can check in with your soul and yourself is to connect with nature every day. So first thing in the morning, open the door, check in, look up, feel the temperature, look up into the sky, maybe notice what direction the wind is blowing. Check in with nature every day. See if you can see little a chipmunk or a bird or an animal. Nature is a great way to check in with yourself as well as nature. Meditation, stillness. A lot of people hear the word meditation and they think, oh, I can't do that. But I want to tell you about the fact that meditation doesn't have to be so structured. Sometimes my meditation is literally a silent cup of tea on my deck in the morning with just myself. I guess the thing is, if you're going to meditate, you can either do a guided meditation. There's many apps for that that have guided meditations for any topic you want, which is helpful. If you feel your mind is wandering, you can do that. Or you could just put on music. You can just sit in stillness. The biggest key is there's no external influence. So you're powering your phone off, you're powering your TV off, your music, and just be. We need to become closer to who we are, to what we need, and what we crave. We are letting go of the old to move forward. We are making space, clearing out the old to bring our vitality back. We are appreciating ourselves through space and reflection and deep self-care. We are intuitively bringing our power back. So now that we've done the exfoliation, 
I want to mention that next we'll be talking about Lux self-care. So where I will be sharing a lot of my self-care rituals and I hope to have it be very helpful to you. So this week, create that spaciousness in your life. That's one of my most favorite words, spaciousness. Take the time to really root up any old emotions that are keeping you stuck so that we can make way for what we desire. Thank you so much for listening and uh, I look forward to many more episodes. Thank you so much for being here on episode one. I am very, very grateful for you and I'm grateful for this experience. Thanks again to Tosh, my producer, for being my accountability partner and for producing these. Till next time. If you'd like to help me grow, you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it. And you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca. podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.